The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust, episode 618. For your Thursday, what day is it? Thursday, October 27th, 2016, as we are going to continue on in a westward direction of travel in Minecraft Beta 1.7.3 here, and continue raising money for Child's Play Charity over at farlandsorbus.com. Up to $42,256.24. I did see, however, somebody very specifically donated an amount to make it 2424242. I saw that, however, before I started recording this episode. It has changed since, so now we are 4225624. Not quite the same tempo to it, but I saw that. Whoever you were, I saw it. I seen it! Uh, but yeah, either way, regardless of whatever numbers you want it to be, or, or, or odds or evens or palindromes, all that money goes directly to Child's Play Charity, helping get toys, books, games, and kids in hospitals around the world. Farlinesorbus.com is where you can find the box, the widget, the tracker, and button that says donate, where you can contribute to that. And of course, we're trying to raise $60,000 this season. When we do raise that $60,000 is when I will finally press F3. It's been well over a year since I've pressed F3, so we have no idea what sort of progress we've made towards those far lands, which are located 12.5 million meters, or blocks, from spawn. At last count, over a year ago, last June, last end of May, 2015, rather, uh, over a year ago, uh, we were at, uh, where were we at? 2.2 million. So, plenty plenty of time to go in this series. Plenty of time indeed. Plenty of, plenty of funds to be raised for charities. And plenty of questions to be answered. And, and things to be discussed as this has somewhat transformed. Ooh! Into... A ooh, careful wolfie, careful wolfie, careful wolfie. Into a a podcast of sorts. It is a let's play, yes, a let's play series, but it is now much more than than just the game that it exists within. Of course, it is very dependent on the journey, and and things often do come up. And I am still playing the game. This is no no uh, just automated uh, program that plays the game. I am holding down the W key. Hopping around these little islands, little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Obstacles, if you will, the terrain. Still playing the game of Minecraft exactly as it was intended, at least exactly as it was intended back when this version came out in September 2011? I think, uh, in order to July, I think it was July 2011 is when Minecraft beta 1.7.3 came out, uh, and then once 1.8 was released, the Farlands were removed, so we 
we were removed. We removed ourselves from those updates and have just now been playing in beta 173. And uh, it's 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 quite a nice place to be, if if I do say so, and to do. As we continue walking here, you know, sometimes there's there's a golden apple. Sometimes there's a golden apple in a chest that has like a 0 .08, I'm sorry, 0.8% chance of spawning. We found one. Over 618 episodes, we found one <laughs> golden apple in a spawner chest. Um, went to the nether once. Don't really plan on going back again. Somebody in the last episode did, as I often get, why don't you just take the nether? It goes... they got the, the, it wrong. They said it took five times faster. It's actually eight times faster. For every one block you travel in the nether, it actually equals eight blocks in the overworld. Careful there! Don't break my boat! Don't rock the boat! Don't rock the boat, Squiddy. Um, so yeah, it's actually eight. So yeah, faster, theoretically, but... A, certainly more boring. The nether... Honestly, the nether in this version of the game is actually quite interesting and dangerous. More dangerous and interesting than current versions of the game. Uh, but uh, boring. Very samey. Uh, dangerous. Don't want to die. Never died. Never died. In 618 episodes, plus the flabathons, the live stream marathons we've held, not, never died. Never, never, never needed to respawn ever. Although we are sleeping every night, just in case. We don't want to get sent all the way back to zero, zero. Uh, it's dangerous, and also we wouldn't be able to bring Wolfie with us in this version of the game. The NPC mods do not go through portals. So we want to keep Wolfie around, and it's certainly much more interesting. Gorgeous. It's very beautiful up here on the overworld. And really, that's what it's become about, is, is more of the exploration than, say, trying to get there as fast as we possibly can. Exploration, raising money for charity, having a little chat. A little chat between Farlanders here. So I very much appreciate uh, the continued support. And uh, we're obviously doing something at least halfway okay. If pretty much every episode we've got some new folks in the, in the viewership asking questions, comments, comments and questions about the jitteriness. Somebody actually... did they donate? I think they donated and asked this question. Here it is. Uh, didn't leave their name, so perhaps they didn't realize that when you do donate, uh, by default, all donations are anonymous, uh, which is a good thing in my opinion. Uh, privacy, security, whatnot. All the donations are anonymous to me. All I can see is the amount donated and whatever message you might provide. Uh, so when you do leave a message, a question, make sure to leave your... YouTube handle, Twitter handle, whatever you want to be known as, or anonymous is fine as well. Uh, but this person didn't include any of that, so I'm assuming they didn't know that, because they asked, Can you? Can you fix the jittering effect that occurs in your videos? It occurs in the game, I assure you. Uh, I'm experiencing it right now, live, as I record, in the vid game. Uh, can you fix the jittering effect? I heard it's caused by a floating point error, so I assume it's going to be hard to fix. Is there a way you can tell us how? Uh, there's not a way I can tell you how. Somebody else, a very kind Farlander fan of the show, went through the actual code of the game. And yes, this is this is vanilla Minecraft. This is unmodified, except for the texture pack. Unmodified oh. Minecraft Beta 173. So there is 
a, a, a floating point offset rounding error, and that basically means your coordinates, as the numbers get bigger, as your coordinate numbers get bigger, as you heard, we were at 2.2 million, uh, you know, as opposed to back when we were like at XZ600 or something like that, as that number gets bigger and bigger, the point, the decimal point in the data that holds that number needs to allow for another whole number, obviously. If you ever looked at F3, I'm not going to press F3 right now, because I don't do that till we raise the total funds for the charity. Uh, but if you ever press F3 in Minecraft, you notice that you get a whole number and then like a really big decimal point. Uh, that decimal point gives you more precision as to where you are within a certain block, because each block is one whole number. As that number gets bigger and bigger, Got to make room for more of those decimal points, so the decimal point floats over one. Uh, this is not exactly true because it's actually held. The floating point happens in binary, as opposed to in the uh, the numerical order that uh, it actually looks when you're looking at F3. But that's beside the point. That makes it complicated. So yeah, every time that that point floats over, it gets less and less precise with the number, your coordinates, and the game doesn't, well, the game knows where you are, but it doesn't precisely know where to put you. So that's why we've been walking west. Oops, I'm sorry. We've been walking west. The jitteriness and the offset is most apparent in that. See, the block selection is way off. The, that's where our number is largest, so that's where the float is largest, as opposed to in the other north-south coordinates. It's pretty much rock solid on. Rock solid, man, because we haven't really wandered too much north or south. But let's check. Speaking of those golden apples, that would be pretty funny. Oh, <laughs> that would be pretty funny if we found another one, but we didn't. And then let's actually use this bread to get that last heart back. And uh, we can get out of here. Thank you very much, Zombie Spawner. Haven't run into you, one of you guys in a while. Actually, we found that one that was in the side of the mountain. That was kind of interesting, but uh, always, always good to run into these things. Let's carry on, Wolfie. So yeah, that's what the floating point comes from. And it is, it is a mistake. Notch, it appears, wanted to fix it and actually put a fix in. Instead of using floating points, he did code in, he or Jeb, whoever was working at it at the time, did code in a fix to change it to double precision, which is a much more precise way of calculating the player's existence in the world, coordinates in the world. Uh, however, didn't remember to remove the references to floating point, so it actually just continued to use the floating point, even though there was, like, a fix. They tried to fix it in this version of the game. Uh, it didn't get fixed, because they still left the float, the, 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 po the, the floating point coordinates. Um, so yeah, there was a user, I forgot, I forgot their names, they uploaded a video, this was last year or something like that, that they said that there is indeed a way without changing any of the other code in the game, so it still technically remains Minecraft Beta 173, to just make that fix that they apparently, that, that, that Notch and Jeb and Mojang actually wanted to make, uh, make it stick. Basically remove whatever reference there is to using floating points so that it does use double precision instead. That would get rid of the jitteriness. Uh, he described how it got rid of the jitteriness. That is a different problem than the Farlands themselves. Let's go to sleep. So we don't run into any nighttime problems here. And a floaty pointness. 
So yeah, it's actually been detailed to me that there is a fix that I can make. A very simple, I think it's only a few lines, um, removing a few lines in the code. I don't even think it's adding any lines. It's just removing the lines talking about the floating points, and it'll be fixed. Uh, it's a different problem. That it won't fix. The far lines will still exist because that's a that's a different mathematical error altogether than the uh, the jitterness and the floating point precision. Uh, so the far lines would still exist at their at their aforementioned position, but it would fix the jitterness. Uh, and I thanked that person very much. And maybe maybe we might have to do that eventually. But right now. I don't think for myself, for some people it is, and I apologize, but for myself, definitely, it's not enough of a problem that it's causing the gameplay to be a problem, my experience to be a problem. Some people say they can't watch the videos because of it, and I do apologize, but I think it's it's actually a very nice visual quirk that makes this series interesting and physically, visually proves that we are indeed on this journey that is slowly breaking asunder the underlying code of the game. It's going to be another couple years before we round out the next decimal point, um, in, at which point the jitteriness is actually going to double instantly. It's going to double. Uh, then that might be the point. That might be the point. We'll have, we, we'll have to experience it. That'll be quite the experience indeed. But uh, that might be the point at which we have to maybe go back and address that issue. But not really going to worry about it until we get there. It also does really, really neat things like the uh, entities. I'm sure you, if you look up Farlands on the Minecraft wiki, it shows you a much more extreme rendition of this. The entities and Wolfie are all locked to the coordinates that I am, but the world underneath it jitters like crazy. So yeah, these blocks aren't jittering. Signs don't jitter. But, uh, but yeah, it's a very interesting... Uh, well, now, wait a minute. Hold on, i got to do some science over here. Why is this obsidian? This is... This, this is a puzzle, because clearly it, obsidian only is made with water. But I'm not seeing any cobblestone. There must have been a water source over here at some point in the distant past. Well, this place just got generated. Hmm. Uh, careful, Mr. Sheepman. This is hot business we've got going on over here. Um, huh. Unless this was water. And it became smooth stone. When it, Don't you dare even think of pushing me in there. That's right. I saw you. I saw you. I seen it. Huh. Well, that was interesting. Let me know what you think happened there. I don't I think I've ever seen that. I mean, I've seen, you know, natural cobblestone generators and things, or... Or lava that's been touched by water. But never evidence that lava has been touched by water, but then no water. <laughs> that's a new one. But uh, yeah, thank you very much for that, uh, for taking the time to donate to Child's Play Charity in order to ask that question. We normally get that question a lot in the video comments. Whoa, came out of nowhere for that kill. Uh, and, and hopefully that kind of explained it for you. I could honestly, every single episode, just keep explaining everything we've ever done and every th all the little crazy jitteriness and, and idiosyncrasies of the Farlands of Bust world, and, and every single time we'll have a new viewer who gets newly informed to these things, so I try not to do it too frequently, but it, it's a nice little refresher for myself to get the to get the script right and try to understand things. I 
fully don't understand it, to be honest with you. Uh, for the longest time, I had no idea that it was dealing with the uh, the binary aspects of the coordinates, as opposed to the literal coordinates in the games, is where the floating point comes from. But we learned all about that when we passed the last threshold, which was just, uh, it was probably over a year and a half ago when we did. Well, now this I think I understand. The snow updated the block next to the reeds. Oh no, the ice froze. I see, the water froze, and therefore reeds need water to exist. And when the adjacent block of water froze... Yeah, like, once I break this, now I can place this. Yep. Go on existing! Careful, Wolfie, don't get trapped under the ice. Yeah, once the water froze... Look at all this crazy Minecraft science we're doing. We could probably sit there and wait for it to freeze again and watch it pop off. Pop off! Pop! I dare you! Oop, there was a new piece of ice. You can do it! Oop, there's another. Oop, another. It's spreading! It's spreading! What you gonna do? When's it gonna happen? I'm really interested in doing this. See, see, I tell you, it's not... I, I say, I doth declare, it is not at all... Okay, up, 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 up. Yeah, let's watch together, Wolfie. It's not at all about getting there as fast as possible if we can watch goofy stuff like this happen. Hey! There it happened. Whoop, and then we've fallen in. Science, Wolfie! Science! See, Wolfie likes science. Nothing else? We've had a lot of science to do with Wolfie as well, and your infrequent disappearals. Disappearals? Did I just invent a new word? Disappearances? There we go, that's the word I was looking for. Alright, we watched it happen, so oop. <laughs> let's get out and let's get on with it. Indeed. Speaking of questions, let's actually get right back into them. We had uh, quite a few very good donations. I do very much appreciate heeding. You heeded my call for donations and questions so that we don't run out of things to talk about here in Farlands or Bust. The one question that was remaining that I was... Oh, I'm sorry! Oh, that, that sheep is dead. <laughs> You're dead now, my friend. Yep, yep, yep. Sorry. I meant to shear you, not punch you. Uh, the one question uh, that I did have left over from the last episode was from Peter and Cat. Peter and Cat asked... Yoink. Uh, I think we could do for a little bit more of that. ASMR, Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Videos, videos have been extremely popular on YouTube in recent times. I've heard about them for a while. I'm sure they were maybe not to their popularity, but they were around back even when I started YouTube uh, in recent times. Have you ever watched AMSR, ASMR, excuse me, videos? And if so, do you experience the so-called tinglies? Um, I find the YouTube ASMR videos to be incredibly awkward and uncomfortable as somebody who is pretty shy and sometimes socially awkward to have somebody whispering in your ear like right into your ear hole and crinkling paper or doing weird stuff in the background making the weird squishy noises with their lips and saliva I find that to be incredibly disgusting and just unnerving so no I do not I do not partake in the asthma videos However, music, wolf murder, music, certain songs and music will indeed give me the 
response, the meridian response, which is the tingly is the it is very much a a like a uh, that you know goosebumps or something, but like in your skin, in in your muscles, in your nerves. Uh, so yeah, I certainly can, and it's 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 a very nice feeling. It's it's like very oh this is this is cool. I know what particular songs, not off the top of my head, but I I, I know what songs tend to uh, give me that response or, or thoughts or whatever. Uh, but the the actual like dedicated videos that exist on YouTube, no thank you. Those 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 give me the heebie-jeebies more so than the the tingly dinglies. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, no thank you. And this question has been asked before, and I think I probably had the same response, uh, except I didn't get to say the word tingly dinglies. So thank you very much, Peter and Kat, for that opportunity, and for the donation to Child's Play Charity. Sergeant Soup, with a donation, asks, Knowing you're somewhat of a coffee and space aficionado, how long do you think it will be before someone creates a line of space beans? You know what? I'm surprised there hasn't been already. There is already space beer. Beer that has been brewed with, um, I don't know what, which particular crop, probably wheat, with, with seeds of wheat that were carried and germinated in space. There is space beer, and then there's also space whiskey. There is a space whiskey that... As it, it was like a partnership with I don't know who it was. It might it's it probably Johnny Walker or one of the big companies like that, where seeds, certain seeds, were taken up to the space station, and uh, from those seeds, usually you know you got to read the fine. It's all marketing. It's this isn't like science or anything. I mean, I, like, there might be some science, but uh, basically the from whatever seeds were taken up into space, they then grew a bunch of additional wheat or seeds or, you know, whatever goes into it, uh, or yeast even, that then, you know, it's like the next generation. It's not the literal items that were up in space. It's the next generation that were derived from those items that went into making the whiskey. Uh, and there might be a couple other things, and I'm, I'm actually, because of that, I'm surprised there hasn't been coffee beans uh, the coffee plant or something, you know, from space. Uh, give it some time. I, I can see that happening. Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, interesting, yes, and, and an anecdote, an anecdote, excuse me, sure. But I don't think, I don't think um, anything beyond that. Let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. <laughs> And awakeness. And awakeness indeed. So yeah, I don't think that space beans of any variety or the space beer or the space whiskey is physically or chemically or or, or even biologically any different from the normal stuff grown here on Earth for it to really be much of value beyond, like I said, buzz, marketing buzz, uh, and stuff like that, I think. I mean, there are there are certain things that do do behave differently, do-do, 
uh, one of them is actually doo-doo, uh, in space. <laughs> um, um, you know, they're doing a lot of studies on, on fire and flames, and there's really interesting videos you can watch of how fire behaves in a microgravity environment. Uh, also, um, certain other plants, like they first, they grew the first cabbage in space, uh, and then actually ate it in space. Um, I don't know that it's any biologically or chemically or whatever different than, than cabbage here on Earth, but it's just the processes and the fact that it grew in, in zero gravity. And, uh, they're, you know, testing the possibility of having actual farms, obviously, are going to be important to develop some sort of renewable food and fuel source for longer duration space flights, you know, Mars, etc., so uh, that's that's interesting, but yeah, um, yeah. Um, I mean, maybe I, I suppose again, I I wouldn't be up for not trying it, but I haven't specifically gone out of my way to try the space whiskey or anything like that either. You know, so it's not really. It's like, oh, that's neat. Okay, moving on with my life. <laughs> so yeah, thank you very much, Sergeant Soup, for that question. Guardax asks, oh, but first, but first, some boats. A lot of boats going through this episode. It's a, it's, a, it's a nautical episode. Totally nautical, man. Guardax asks... Coming from an avowed White Sox family, yes, truth, how do you feel about the Cubs finally making it to the World Series, or do you not really care? Um, it's interesting, and... Yeah, as a Chicagoan, it certainly it certainly might mean a little bit something different than just anybody else. Uh, I mean, for one, we can finally stop hearing from Cubs fans about how long it's been. Um, although, if they don't win the World Series, they will continue. <laughs> so there's that aspect of it. Uh, but in general, I don't care too much. I mean, if the White Sox made it back to the World Series, yeah, I'd probably care a little bit about that and maybe even watch the games. But in general, not a huge sports fan so much anymore. Uh, not keeping up with anything. Uh, the players, the series is much of much ado about much anything. Sorry, I just had to do that. It just felt like these two bodies of water needed to be together. Is that a? That's a, that's a pig. <laughs> that was a pink sheep. Almost had a little bit of a moment there. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, oh okay. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. That's definitely a spawner. No, it might not be. You know what? I don't see it. That's the rules. Them's the rules. I do not make them. Oh, I did make them, but them's the rules. Um. So yeah, interesting, interesting. Certainly, certainly, good luck or whatever. Just so we don't have to keep hearing about it every single year. But. uh... Yeah, I mean, okay, sure. <laughs> Why not? Go for it. Uh, and for those of you who don't know or don't follow baseball, Chicago has two baseball teams, the Chicago White Sox, who recently won the World Series uh, in 2005, which, good lord, that was actually over ten years ago? What? Um, but before that, they hadn't won it for... What was it? Like 80-something years or something like that? Uh, similarly, the Chicago Cubs from the north side... Uh, haven't been to the World Series since the 50s or the 40s, and they haven't won since like 1911. So uh, yeah, it's kind of it's it, they're supposedly cursed 
Look at this. Look at this. This is a nice, simple little plains that has a really interesting cliff edge here to get up onto it. That's that's kind of a neat uh, little landscape that we got here. Um, so yeah, uh, you know that that gives you a little bit of background, and of course, uh, being a, you know two teams to one city, there's there's a rivalry, even though they play in different uh, divisions. I guess you can call them. Uh, they only ever meet once during the year, kind of as exhibition games. Kind of, they still count, but uh, it, it, there's 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 the crosstown rivalry or whatever. But yeah, I mean, I'm kind of after the game is over every night. I'm kind of checking to see who won or where it's at or where the series is at. But I'm not too interested. <laughs> not too interested at all. In the least. No. Uh, let's see a question here from Jacob. Since you enjoy observing the stars, do you feel you have thus far missed out on all the stars and constellations only visible from the southern hemisphere? Yes. True. Um, but I don't know that much about them. I just know about the melogenetic... <laughs> I can never pronounce it. Clouds. Those would be cool to see. They're kind of, like, small, but nearby, and naked-eye visible galaxies that just happen to be in the sky all the time. Uh, those would be neat to see. I don't know what other, you know, I've, I've concentrated so much since I'm here on the what, what, it, what there is to see and find in the Northern Hemisphere with a telescope that I don't know what there would be to see and find in the Southern Hemisphere, aside from the few obvious ones like that. Uh, but then again, I think I might miss out if that was the only thing I've seen. I might miss out on the northern hemisphere stuff, like like the Orion Nebula and uh, uh, is is I think it would be is is uh, Andromeda visible from the southern hemisphere? I don't know. I don't know what is and isn't visible from either side. Is the Orion Nebula might even be visible from the some of the hemisphere? See, I don't. I don't know so much about it that I don't even know what they don't know. What they don't see. <laughs> I. I don't know so much that I don't know what they don't know. Look at that Cuba sand. Cuba sand. <laughs> it's from Cuba. Uh, <laughs> that's legal now. Careful, Wolfie. Careful, Wolfie. Cactus. Ah, I said careful, Wolfie. Cactus. <laughs> Ran right into whatever it was that I didn't break. Um, so yeah, I mean, that certainly would be on the list if I ever am able and lucky enough to visit the Southern Hemisphere to make some time to do some stargazing at whatever point I could of stars I've never gazed upon before. Jacob also asks, do you listen to podcasts? I've really come to like some recently, recently, pronunciate the words, recently, and imagine you could enjoy quite a few of them as well, Jacob. Uh, Jacob, no, I don't really listen to podcasts at all. There are certainly some that I think I could get into, but I don't have the time to being as... I could see if I was working back in web design... I certainly had more time to listen to music back then, but also that might be interesting. Uh, I would certainly be able to have kept up with podcasts back then.
but you know I'm working right now and I have to be listening to the game and, and listening to my own voice and somebody dug a hidey hole here and uh, you know or, or doing editing I need to be able to listen to the audio tracks and edit and adjust you know things like that so I can't listen to other things and I don't commute so I'm not listening to things and I commute to work or anything like that so uh, yeah I mean there's some there's some um, I definitely would want to listen to Star Talk Radio uh, I would definitely want to listen to, uh, there's one by uh, uh, Scroobius Pip, I think it's called Distraction Pieces, uh, where he just goes around and interviews a bunch of like very interesting, you know, he knows a lot of music people, if you don't know who Scroobius Pip is, he was a musician, um, knows a lot of music people, but also just like interviews a bunch of like from different, you know, from famous actors and, and things like that to scientists to like there was an interesting one who was like a mortician or something like that he was interviewing and talking to that one really seems interesting um, there's a comedy one I've recently been introduced to My Brother, My Brother and Me um, which is uh, by three brothers <laughs> um, that have had I've, I've had some, I haven't listened to an entire podcast of theirs but I've had some clips shared with me and that one does seem very funny uh, and very enjoyable uh, so yeah, certainly there's there's a lot out there that I might be interested in. I just don't have the space to do so. I should maybe make the space. I don't know, but uh, again, it's also a difficult. It's almost like reading. It's a difficult. Uh, it's it's a difficult uh, just genre of entertainment to make space for. I think like music, I'd make what space I can for it. Mostly if I am what little driving I do do to do, uh, do do to do, do do to do errands and things, or if I'm on like a flight somewhere, I'll listen to music. So yeah, being able to add, you know, and then I watch live streams and sometimes YouTube videos and stuff, uh, making room for yet another media, a point of entry for, for some sort of media. Seems a little bit difficult, but, uh, but yeah. Those are the three I would listen to if I was listening to podcasts, my friend. So thank you very much for that donation and question. And we do have some left over here, so that's good. A little bit of a surplus of questions, but that 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 that, that, that uh, I'm loving it. No, what? That doesn't mean uh, you can't keep going to farlandsorbus.com to donate to Child's Play Charity and get your own question added to the list. That would be much appreciated. I have a, a surplus of sticks here. There we go. That'll that'll fix that. That'll fix that right up. Uh, let's make a couple boats. So yeah, farlinesofbus.com. Give to Child's Play Charity. Get us closer to that goal. I'm really... I don't know. I'm holding out hope that we can do this before the end of the year, honestly. Um, but I might have to consider some alternate uh, methods of motivation, shall we call it, for uh, donations to Child's Play Charity. We'll, we'll, we'll sleep on that, shall we? And then we will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time.
tingly dinglies. 